Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go fucking party. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H-Cubed up yeah, yeah, in yeah. this bitch. And we are back this week with a regular episode for y'all. And first of all, want to get it out of the way early before I forget. But we were behind a little bit this month. You yes, know, sir. A little busy shit. School, yes, sir. Work, yes, sir. All different, all we, life we is catching crazy. up, man. We catching up, though. But, uh. Happy anniversary to us. It is our first anniversary yes. of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Thank you uh, for we listening. appreciate uh, everybody for listening, everybody from day one to now mm-hmm. that has picked up with us and has been fucking with us for a minute. We appreciate it. We love y'all and we respect the fuck out of y'all. So yeah. You know. And, you know, definitely, um, I hope that you guys, when y'all listen to this, y'all really get the... That, you know, we really enjoy doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? We we love the fact that y'all listening. So yes, for sir. those of y'all listening, thank you for listening to what we enjoy doing. Yes. So uh, you know, definitely we're gonna we're gonna be here, hopefully for another four years. Hopefully, however long this shit lasts, basically we're gonna be here. But yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving us another reason to keep making another episode. For so. sure, for sure. And across all platforms, no matter which one you got, yeah. SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio, yeah. or Spotify, we appreciate you guys for taking the chance and, yes, and uh, following us and listening to us and giving us any feedback or you know just following us on social media and everything and having conversations with us. We appreciate everything. Facts, facts. Let's go ahead and get down into the show, though. Let's do it. Let's do uh, it. Let's go ahead and start. Uh, Should we start with the pop school shit? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. So, so I think I think we haven't had an episode since it, since it happened, right? No, we haven't. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, uh, you know, it's 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 been a crazy start to the year, to say the least. Yo, ridiculous. with the whole Kobe shit and just a bunch of other shit. And then, you know, I, I was I was literally in class. Like, for those of y'all that, you know, and even you, who were like, I'm sure you remember being in class and you just randomly pick up the phone. Just, I, well, I guess it was different, you know. A little bit, when a you little, school. yeah. But, but what I'm trying to say is, like, yeah, you know, like, when you're in class and you just, whatever, just take a break from everything, you just try to, you know, get on your phone. You don't expect to see, you know, somebody that you know of or that you've heard of, you know, in this sense, you know, everybody's, he's like the hot artist now. Yeah. So, um, even if you haven't, even if you're on a big fan of his, you definitely probably at least heard the name Pop Smoke. Oh yeah. For sure. So um, you know, I was scrolling through and you know, I just seen uh, that he had passed, and it's just um, it, it, it again, it's one of those like really like weird feelings where it's like, yo, it's it's, it's crazy because you know, it, this is somebody who you see all day on the internet, you know, same thing, same feeling that you know you get when, when the whole Kobe thing happened. Yeah. It's like it kind of makes you like question like your own mortality almost. It really or, or at does. least think about it, you know what I mean? Because like, these are people that you put up there on that pedestal where they're like, oh, these are the untouchables, nothing could yeah. ever happen to them. And then when something like this does happen yeah. to them, it's just like, wow, it's just like a slap in the face. It could happen to anybody, yeah. no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I, um, you know, they always say, like, I guess when uh, certain deaths, like, I guess might trigger personal uh, times that you've dealt with death in your life. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the same feeling is, is felt again because it's like, damn, this person is gone. Like, they're just, they're, they're not here anymore. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so, um, pretty much, I'm sure you guys already know what we're talking about, the whole Pop Smoke situation. Uh, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. Um, young guy, man, 20 years old, 
fresh out of New York, uh, you know what I mean? Like, definitely was a popping artist out of New York. Um, and yeah, this 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 rash of young artists just passing away. Though, like, yeah, it's getting really bad. Man. No, it really is. It really is, man. And um, you know, we we had just got to talk about the whole like, you know, this was in California, mm-hmm. away from where you would think in the potential hills, enemies, yeah, the hills. And shit. yeah, exactly. And you know, just you know, away from where you would think his potential enemies or whoever it might be and you know if initially it started off as it might have been a like a failed <coughs> robbery or botched robbery yeah but then apparently they're saying that it might have been a hit so which That's is a damn shame it's though. crazy man like and you know and again the guy is 20 years or was 20 years old and you know you just think like dog like i mean but at, again at the same time you know we were saying that the whole uh he i guess released his address to the public um, yeah. not only through Instagram uh, face or Instagram live with the whole posting his bags mm-hmm. um, that he had received with his address on it but apparently he had also sent out text messages to people with the address to the house oh wow to come through for a party oh, so they could have just slid that to anybody like it doesn't yeah. even have to be the online I mean world. think about this right I, I now again this is just from what I'm hearing that apparently he has sent out like a text to people saying Yo, tell bitches to come to this house. Like, I guess he wanted to have a bunch of bitches there. Yeah. Now, obviously, you gotta think. If you're a girl, you probably mess with a lot of dudes. Or if you're one of those kind of girls, yeah. you know, like that are, you know, doing that, you probably mess with a whole bunch of dudes. You probably, so, there's a good chance that a girl that you're telling to come over might be cool with a nigga that don't fuck with you. Exactly. Especially since he was like on some gang shit. And it's not like we haven't heard of these type of setups before. Yeah, exactly. So. I'm, yeah, exactly. So, you know, one way or another, people got his address to where he was staying at. And, you know, fortunately, you know, they did what they did. It's and, a fucking um, shame, man. It's it really crazy. is. Yeah. And, you know, I, like, again, I, I don't want to talk any negative in this situation, but, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of his music, uh-huh. per se. But um, I will say that he 100% had, like, like the energy to be, I feel like, a star in, in rap. You know, he, he had that, that New York, I feel like he had that New York energy that, like, was going to take him to the next level I, I yeah I, don't, I think i'd only heard a couple of his songs because of my roommate my roommate really liked him but like i didn't find anything bad with his music i thought that he was very talented and that and he could really make a good name for himself yeah. like he had the energy behind him and the people yeah. behind him but yeah. it's shit like this that just is like wow man yeah and um you know obviously this being a situation amongst like hood niggas and shit yeah. right you know that it's going to be very hard, especially because I, I think there's already been trouble with the investigation as far as, like, witnesses goes. Yeah, like, apparently witnesses are not trying to be uh, helpful and people are not telling all the truth and all shit like that, so. Yeah, so, I mean, the truth is, man, it might take a while or if we ever find out what really happened. Yeah, we may never be, maybe another fucking Tupac Biggie situation. Yeah. We find out who the fuck killed and we may never know. But apparently, I heard something that they might have them on security, like, maybe not full faces and shit. But oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I it's just like... That. Y'all but should he, be able to do something, but hey. Yeah. But even then, just to, to, to figure out, like, a motive or whatever, you know, it's, it's kind of probably not going to be too easy to, to find that motive. I mean, yeah, it's probably not. But, um, yeah, man, you know, again, the guy was 20 years old, uh, about to enter the prime of his life. I don't even think he was in the prime of his life or career. I don't even think so. You know, either. just moved out to Cali, probably seen a couple mills, but again, he only yeah. had a couple hits from what I know. I mean, maybe he had more and I just don't know about him, but like. Well, he, he also, um, was on, I think a couple songs on, um, the recent Travis Scott, uh. Oh yeah, he was on that joint. Ja- was Jack it Boys? the Jack Boys? Yeah. 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 Uh huh. So he, uh, 
you know, he's collaborating with arguably the hottest artist in hip hop right exactly. now. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it definitely says something about his, uh, the energy he was bringing to rap yeah. and just. And honestly, he, the one song I can, I can never remember what the song is called, but it goes, okay, 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 okay. Like that joint sound like a straight New York joint, like for yeah. real. Like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's see what this man comes up with, but you know, I'm, hey, I'm gonna have to check out his stuff. Cause I'm uh, actually going on to the, to something else is that, uh, now that he's gone, 50 is actually talking about oh, yeah. finishing his album. Yeah. yeah, yeah I which that. I think is pretty dope. Uh, I guess him and 50 had a close relationship maybe, or well, at they, least a close working relationship. I think, I think cause you know, when he passed 50 posted like a picture of them dapping each other up and talking or whatever. Uh-huh. So I guess he was, may have been like the, you know, somewhat of a mentor back behind the scenes. I mean, if you really think about it. 50 got hot in like what 2003 like that's when he really blew up yeah yeah so 50 would really be to this generation of rappers what jay oh, yeah. was to our generation for or at least sure. my generation of rappers for sure. probably yours too because jay was still hot when you yeah. were when you were really coming up yeah, yeah so i mean like it could be maybe because I, I, I feel like this is why i always hear 50 cent talking on new artists or talking to new artists especially new york artists like I feel like six nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like maybe he's that level for those artists. No, and, and again, you and know, I never really thought about it. It's funny, you know. It's funny to think about because you think about Fifty being this petty ass dude who like will yeah. not help anybody. Yeah, but it's like he, it's almost like he has a soft spot for New York rappers. Honestly, like if you look at Fifty, it's almost like Fifty Cent is a caricature or like an act because Fifty Cent is the petty motherfucker. But when you're actually talking to Curtis and oh, you're yeah. actually doing business yeah. with yeah. Curtis and you're actually having an interview with Curtis, He's Curtis not- is legit. Curtis is actually very. Um, he helps people out a lot, apparently, from oh, what okay, from, okay. from what I've understood about people talking about him and yeah, yeah, him yeah. talking about other people. Like I feel like he just low key helps people out a lot. Like he doesn't really put it out there. But when it comes to the ratchet dumb shit, that's the shit he puts out there. Yeah, I mean, again, he has an image to sell. Yeah. He's everybody loves the the pettiness. Everybody loves oh, yeah. the ratchet shit. King Petty. Yeah, of course. So I mean, again, I don't blame him for for capitalizing off that. So at all. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's it's interesting to uh, to see Fifty really just be this. Uh, I guess you could call him OG in the rap game. Yeah. Because you know, uh, I don't think anybody really saw that coming. You know? I don't really think so either. And one thing I didn't really see coming was that apparently he's gonna tap Chris Brown and Drake. To help him oh, finish yeah, yeah. this album And Roddy Rich too Roddy And Roddy Rich yep. so, mm. I mean yeah You gotta think though You know all, all these guys I'm sure even Drake Looks up to 50 you Oh know? yeah Even Maybe even Chris Brown You know Oh I'm sure You yeah. know when, when Chris Brown came out Which is like what Like 05 maybe Yeah It was 04. shortly after 50 And then And Chris Brown was like 17 16 17 oh, yeah. years old Little kid Yeah so of course You know these are all artists Who look up to 50 So obviously He has that kind of pull with Exactly them. But, uh, but but going back to the whole uh, New York just scene in general, mm-hmm. um, I find it like really uh, interesting because um, I feel like it actually is a scene now. Like I remember uh, when Bobby Schmurda came out. Yeah. Like that was to be honest, that might have been one of the first times I had seen that style of like like music video with like niggas in the background, kind of, and it just kind of became like a New York thing. Yeah. Because if you look up like a lot of uh, like New York rappers that are out right now, like. Uh, Chef G. I mean, it's not a it's not a new thing. Look back at a lot of people's first videos. No. Biggie's first video. Well, all the people, all the people in the background of that joint. Well, his first couple videos, like Big Papa and Juicy. There's hella people in the background just chilling in them videos. It's not like they wasn't they wasn't waving guns and shit, but they was at the party having fun, whatever this, whatever the um 
the location or the idea of what is for the video. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like, I can understand what you're saying though. Like these niggas just gooning in the background at this point. Yeah, that is definitely a newer version. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's if it's that, but there's like a certain aesthetic to like the videos themselves and like even even the song styles. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I mean they're more ratchet versions of what used to happen. Look at look at the DMX party up video was like that. There's a whole rack of niggas in the background gooning. And um who else? Um fuck, why am I high enough to not remember this shit right now? Either way, there's a whole rack of these videos where niggas would be gooning, but yeah. they wasn't necessarily flexing pistols and, and fucking yeah. but and see, AKs and shit but, in the video. But, but this is what I'm saying, right? Like if if you look at like a a string of like a bunch of like young New York artists that are right now, right? Yeah. And then you look at a bunch of South down South rappers. Yeah. I feel like for the most part, you'll be able to tell the difference, not just based off the music, but like it, there's a certain like look and feel to them, in my opinion. I don't know if it's the same videographer. I guess it would be. It might be. I, don't, I, I is that the word videographer? Videographer. Okay. Or, yeah, videographer. Yeah, whatever it is. Photographer. Um, whatever. Some, some shit like that. Um, uh, I don't know if it's the same person that's making these videos, but the point I'm trying to make is that um, I I I do feel like New York. It's kind of, uh, I know obviously it took a hit with, uh, with the whole pop smoke situation, but I feel like New York rap is kind of making its own, uh, wave in a sense. You know what I mean? Because everybody was saying that a lot of New York rappers sound like the, like down south rappers mm-hmm. or whatever, but I don't think that's true. I feel like what was really prominent and really popping it, popping out in, uh, in New York is kind of like, it's different. Don't get me wrong. It's not your traditional New York hip hop sound. But I do feel like there's elements of it mm-hmm. in in it, but also I feel like it, it's its own thing. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like I feel like give it five years, right? I and feel like a lot of New York rappers do have the New York sound when it comes to their music. It's just the fact that they rap like the more southern mumble rappers now. Yeah. That's why people just well, consider yeah. it. That might yeah, that, that's probably it. That's probably it. Because like but. I said, that one Pop Smoke song, that beat is pure New York, but he sounds like a mumble rapper on it. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. And again, obviously, you know, for, uh, I guess for the longer part of the last decade, uh, the, the South has probably held hip hop in general by in the, the fucking chokehold. Exactly. So you can't really blame these young guys that are coming mm-hmm. up with, you know, and, and again, you know, we always talk about this, how like back in the day, you probably listened to what was in your region. Like, there wasn't an internet where you could listen to a West Coast album. There wasn't no streaming. Unless it got real, real big, it was on the radio. Yeah, exactly. So. exactly. And, I, and I feel like that almost, I don't know. Because, to be honest, right, I didn't really know about too many West Coast artists uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I couldn't. Because they weren't really played out here. There so. was very few of them that were that were spun yeah. out here on the radio. Yeah. And, and you know, I was more so, uh, I guess, attracted to, like, a lot of new, uh, East Coast rappers, and to be honest, I feel like I, I ain't really listened to so much down south shit either when I was around that time. Well, see, well, when I was coming up, there was really no down south shit. The only down south niggas that we knew about was Outkast. Oh, so it wasn't like... Nah, it was just like, they, they were the only niggas that we knew from, or that I had ever heard of from Atlanta that was rapping. Um, then you had Trick Daddy pop up out of Miami. Then you had, why can I not remember this group's name? Three Six Mafia oh, yeah. out of Tennessee or whatever yeah. it was. And then... um uh, no limit out of Louisiana, yeah, yeah. and of course, um, the Hot Boys and Lil Hot Wayne and them yeah, out of yeah. Louisiana also. Right. So that's when it really started to take off. But that wasn't until like late ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. That's when they really started popping up. Because right. it was like, what? I think Back That Ass Up came out ninety nine, like the year before I graduated. So high would school. you say that was one of years? the first big down south rap uh, hits? What Back That Ass Up? Yeah. Oh, was there other ones? Hmm. 
I don't know because yeah, back that ass up was huge. Uh, and then I would say the next one after that was probably it was either make him say uh or bling bling because they both like, were massive. I feel like back that ass up. Now obviously it has its own cultural like it's like the thing where like if you play that at a party now it's like everybody just knows about exactly. But was it that big back then? You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was huge. Like when it first came out, yeah. oh, it was massive. To this day. Like it was ridiculous back then because anytime that song came on, every girl freaked out. Yeah, I mean, the same thing now, yeah. So it was, but it means the same shit now. Just, like oh, it okay. has the exact same effect on people now that it used. Oh, okay, to. Okay, okay. That's that, that's pretty much what I wanted to ask. It's like did it have the same effect? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and it's still like anybody who who hears it, you hear that. Yeah, yeah you just know. Everybody's like, oh. It don't even matter where you're at. You could be in a parking lot of your church if a nigga was listening to that before he got to hell church. Hell yes. And it's like you, like he replays it or whatever. Yep. He dips off like, yep. oh, shit, okay. Everybody knows the words To this damn song yeah. If you don't know all the words You at least know The fucking chorus yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or you- I've seen 80 year old Black and Jewish women <laughs> Dancing to this song At a wedding So you know It's like Around culturally You know what I'm saying Nah like, for sure For sure It's definitely like a, a A major cultural I don't even know What to call it But it's definitely something it's Yeah Like, like an entity in, in culture For sure Cause I mean, like the the South, it was just and one of the things that I, I did like about the South, uh, kind of before the uniformity of mumble rap, mm-hmm. was that they all had their distinctive, different sounds. Yeah, like Outkast ain't sound like um ain't sound like Scarface from or Houston 3, 6. or Three Six or or yeah, uh, or, right. or Juvie or Lil Wayne or or Trick Daddy. All of them had their own sound. You're it was right. a different sound that we wasn't used to. But they all had their own specific sound that was just like, oh, damn, that sounds like a slip and slide. Oh, damn, that's no limit straight up. Damn, that's fucking, um, what is, what do they call it? What's, um, not MMG. Uh, it's 3-6 or Lil Wayne and them. I forgot what they oh, were Hot called. Boys? Hot Boys. You know, it was like, they had the sounds that when you yeah. heard it, you knew what the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah, Outcast right. had them weird ass, spacey out there, vibing ass damn near jazzy beats and shit like that ain't nobody was fucking with shit like that that except for a, a few niggas in new york like guru and 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 gangstar and some right. of them had beats like that but i mean not everybody was fucking with shit like that maybe yeah. q-tip had beats like that so yeah, yeah. now again you know you have to think also like does the internet play its role or our accessibility oh, in general yeah. plays role on on how many of these artists are in our face you know what yeah. I mean? and i'm gonna tell you like one thing that really changed the game when it came to that was simply youtube Oh yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day simply using YouTube to look at music videos of all types. Like I found so much new music through YouTube, it was ridiculous. Like, cause if you think about it, you the only chances you would get to see fucking uh, videos for music videos would be on fucking the countdown shows. Yeah, basically. Either, uh, TRL, Park, 106, or, uh, the basement. Yo, um, I guess MTV, um, BET, the basement. Yep. You know, uh, shit like that. Yeah. You used to be able to watch it back in the day on Yo MTV Raps. Or they they specifically had different zones, different time blocks on oh, MTV nah. that they would show different things. So at night they would do like from like ten to eleven or twelve they would do Headbangers Ball, uh, and Headbangers Ball was all the heavy metal and 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 just straight rock, rock yeah. music like yeah. just the hardcore shit like that. Yeah. Then you would have the Caribbean the Caribbean vibes. Yeah. You have all the Caribbean artist music played, and you have the R and B Jones. Then you would have Yo MTV Raps come on, and then you'd have whatever you know pop pop countdown show or pop show was on, whatever, whatever. Like literally, you could watch a whole. You could watch three or four hours worth of MTV back in the day and catch like forty different videos. Yeah, and it's I guess the whole YouTube thing kind of just blew that out the water, yeah. dog. Because now if you look at MTV, dog, 
there's literally dog i don't think there's one video mm-hmm. show and one. the thing was when they created mtv2 it was all music videos at first, yeah, but then they right. started showing old episodes of TV shows yeah. on there. So now ain't no music videos on that motherfucker hey, anymore either. Right, that's what it was at first. Mm-hmm. It kind of like, because they were like, yo, we want our music back. Yep. And all right, well, here's MTV2. Did the same thing with VH1, because they made VH1 classic, because all they did was start showing RuPaul yeah. Drag Race and all the, the, the Flavor of Love and shit like yeah. that. And it was all the old music videos that you could catch on that motherfucker. Then they stopped doing it on that shit and put more of the TV shows on there yeah. too, so... Every time that they create a third music channel, yeah, M- MTV, th- MTV3. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it's the exact same way by now. I don't even know, but I'm, I'm I really haven't better seen it in years. No, you're but I'm right. sure it's the exact hey, same way now. That's what MTV3 was, dog. They used to play the music video mm-hmm. things, and, and that was more towards the latter end of that being a thing. Still. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if it either A doesn't exist anymore, or B is now like. The Spanish equivalents of MTV. Oh, I know they have something on in Spanish called Acapulco Shore. So it's like uh, Jersey Shore, but in Mexico with these niggas. And to tell you the truth, the shit is rawer than Jersey Shore. Is it really? Because you know, in Jersey Shore, when they go into the smush room, you see them kissing and stuff, yeah. and then they get under the covers and they, they don't yeah. show nothing up. These motherfuckers, yeah, this man was laid back. The girl was under the cover, but you could see her head going up oh, and down. <laughs> and then as soon as they switched it up, my man was on top. Pumping hard, blanket on top, but you could tell oh, what yeah. the fuck was going on. It was, they don't give a fuck in Mexico, dog. I'm telling you. Hey, dog, they y'all got like Latinos, y'all raw, hey, dog. Man. There's a reason why niggas got eight kids running around, dog. And there was this one nigga on there. He had this one joint that was apparently a lesbian that liked him. And there was another one he was trying to get with, but he didn't already mess with the lesbian, y'all. And she caught feelings, apparently. And he was like, look, I told you I was just trying to smash. I'm trying to smash her, too. So leave me alone so I can smash that joint. I was like, yo! These niggas wild. Hey, shout out to my savages, man. Out here wilding. In Mexico. <laughs> no bull. <laughs> now yeah. that we didn't go completely off. Yeah, topic. I don't even know. I was just about to say, I don't even know what the fuck we started. Keeping with. it in the South, though, speaking of Southern rappers, yeah. there was a Democratic candidate for president in this country. Not a lot of y'all may know because he didn't get too much oh, shine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of Americans didn't know that this nigga was running, so. <laughs> I didn't even know who this nigga was when this nigga Cooper told me about this shit. 30 minutes ago, so... <laughs> well, his, his name is Tom Steyer. He's a billionaire or some shit like that, running for the president here. He dropped out of the race, like, uh, a few days ago. But apparently at his, like, little, little, his little thing that he had to say, oh, I'm dropping out, whatever, whatever, he decides to bring on Juvenile, of all people. Now, this is the liliest, pastiest, white, white man that you will have seen in a long white time. white, white man. This man brings out Juvenile. Juvenile starts performing, back that ass up. They all stage. He's kind of rapping with him in the song at parts. And he's definitely dancing next to him, acting like they they long lost friends and shit. I was just like, okay, this is this is hey. getting ridiculous. Like, I, but I want to ask you, because I think so. But would you consider this one of the highest levels of pandering, especially to this specific black hip hop community, young community? All right, I'm gonna answer that question, but let me toss a quick question back at you. All right, what do you think the bag was? Because you say he's a billionaire, juvenile. I ain't gonna do this shit for no less than like. Dog, you know Juvenile. He probably at least got a million. That's what I'm thinking. At least. I'm thinking he got like a quick million, dog. <laughs> but, 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 but back to the question. Yeah, uh, yeah of course, dog. Because like, from what I understand, this was a, like a, not, not a, a victory celebration, but like a comment, uh, com- what, what's the word when like, you kind of like lost? Yeah, it's- I'm trying to, mm, it's, like a bow out party, I Basically, guess? let's just call it that, because that's what This is a fucking bow out party. And it's still part of the whole, like, 
how you how you lose equivalents to if people like you or not. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this adds to if he wants to run in the future again. Yeah. For one. Mm-hmm. And it like you know he lost. Oh, but he's 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 with one of us. So you know he he's got to be one of you know one of the good guys. But you know it, it kind of gives that feeling because why why else would you have fucking juvenile? Let's, let's be real. It makes let's no be sense. Real. It makes no sense. There's no there's nothing to tie them together at least that I know of. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> I don't know if maybe they're from the same town. I doubt it. Possibly. It's <laughs> at least the same state. Yeah, it's the same state. <laughs> maybe. But, um, yeah, nah, this is definitely uh, pan- pandering, right? Pandering. Yeah, nah, this is, this is 100% that. Like, Because when it, I saw that, I was just like, mm, dog, you're not even running, let's, though? <laughs> let's be real, dog. Let's be real, son. If fucking, like, there's certain people that you're like, okay, I, I guess I can understand this. I can see that, you know, happening. But... There's, like you said, pasty as white people that are, that have incredibly good snacks at, for their kids at home. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Hey, I know you've noticed this. I told, I, every, every time I become friends with a white person, I tell them this. I'm like, yo, I know you got amazing snacks at your house, dog. Cause when I was growing up, every time I would go over to one of my white friends' house, these niggas would have piles and piles. The big bags of Doritos. Yes, dog. The big Jones. Yes, the Fucking super fucking family size joints, yeah. dog. Sodas, juice yeah. boxes, everything that you could want to drink. Gatorades, hot pockets, dog. It was just a fucking wild shit, dog. But shit uh, that you ask your parents for, and then your parents were like, "Hmm, you have money for yeah, that? Yeah, <laughs> you not have money for that? Yeah, you're like, there's a, there's a fucking banana there. What's that? You bought seventy dollars worth of groceries. You can't yeah. spend five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yo. <laughs> Fucking parents make it seem like five dollars is gonna fucking make or break the whole family. I'm saying we're gonna lose the house, the car, on yeah. the street. <laughs> All cause your little ass wants some goddamn pop tarts. Yeah. Hey <laughs> now, nah, real shit dog, as an immigrant child, dog. Oh, you don't ever taste the good shit till you go to one of your white friends' houses, dog. Nigga, you don't have to be an immigrant child. I was born in this country to African American parents and they wasn't buying shit like that either, so <laughs> might as well have been some immigrant yeah. shit. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, no, I don't even know how we got to this. But I don't even know how we got here either. Shit, we are we was talking about Tom Steyer and Juvenile. Oh yeah, <laughs> god damn. Anyway, yes, pandering like shit. Don't know. Oh, rich niggas, rich white people. That's how. Oh yeah, rich white people. Yes. Rich no, white, I had, he I looks had. like he looks like he has all that shit in mm-hmm. stock. Pizza rolls. Yep. Taquitos, the little jersey sell Costco. No, the, the, the whole pizza. The whole yeah, pizza the whole you can pizza. pop in for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like, he got everything. Yeah, for he sure. He got whatever you need. He got that chips, type of guacamole, nigga. salsa. No. He's trying to be ethnic and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. He pandering to both sides, dog. <laughs> he got the... At the party, there was salsa and dip. Salsa yes. and queso. Not yeah. dip, but queso. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do dip around here. We don't do we're, we do we're, we're culture. We're <laughs> culture. <laughs> We have queso. Oh my god! Say, oh. say it right. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, but, all right. Sh- but shout out to the real winner and all this juvenile no no uh, for securing that bag. Secure the bag at all at all costs. Get on stage, do what the fuck you gotta do, and go the fuck home. Yeah, I don't want to hang it out after. Hell no! I know that nigga went <laughs> smack home for some fucking hand sanitizer after that nigga dapped him up like ten times because you know why like, people love to dap you up. Oh, of course, like, oh, of course. And he dap you up all wrong and everything. So it's just terrible. Now I'm gonna say that. Waka Flocka has to be probably the most self-conscious rapper, not self-conscious, but like self-aware aware, rapper yeah, 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 yeah. that I have 
ever heard speak, especially in the vein of music that he did, mm-hmm. he was like, look, I'm a whack rapper. I know this, but I made 30 mil. <laughs> and I'm, I did this to get rich. Nigga, I'm rich. I don't need to do this no more. Yeah. Like, I know I'm a whack rapper. I was like, thank you. Because I feel like not enough niggas out here know that they just make whack music. Like, yeah. I, it's refreshing to know that Waka was out here making that sh- Shitty music that basically he made that was basically club banging music, stripper yeah, music yeah. that was still fun as this point yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. But it ain't really music that's gonna last around too long except to be party music. Yeah. But the fact that he was just like, I know where my limitations were. I love Nas, Jay Z, all of them. I can't rap like them, so I right. don't even try. I made did what I wanted. I made. I got to my point. I got to the end of the game. That end of the game that I wanted to get to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I retired. No. Yeah. And um, it's it's. It's very, I guess, refreshing to see this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like you said, a, a lot of rappers, for one, make take claim to the throne for some reason. They're yeah. like, like, oh, I'm the best rapper alive. Like, dog, take yourself seriously for a couple seconds, dog. Yeah, just a little bit. Just so we could do the same because we can't take this wild shit seriously. But no, yeah, no. I mean, look, I always thought Walker was like, I mean, obviously, I didn't think he was Nas or yeah. Jay Z or whatever. But I always thought that he did what he did well. Yeah. And that's why I feel like the moral of this story in general is do whatever it is you do well and fuck it. And just be real about it too. Basically. Be real about it. Cause this nigga did what he did well. He yeah. screamed on the track. Yeah. His, oh, and, and let's be real, right? Everybody loves to talk about the Migos, uh, ad libs, but Walker's ad libs are one of the most fires ad libs in, in the history of rapping. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Walker. Like, come on, dog. This man is ridiculous. Let's I, I almost forgot about the bow, 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 bow. bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was is it not like lie. a great, it's a great ad lib, dog. Especially for, that was from, I specifically remember that on, uh, on, uh, No Hands. Yep. All that ass. Bow, 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 bow. In <laughs> <laughs> <No jeans. laughs> It's great. It just, it's great. And you know what? That requires some level of creativity that it makes, does actually. You know what I mean? It like, does. It, it really does. It, it, it fits perfectly. And rather or not, it was an accident or not. I don't know, but it still requires some kind of, uh, creative. Very true. So shout out to Walker for, shout out to Walker for being one of the realists. Yeah, being one of the realists. And you know, he's also a very paid individual as very he's very paid. So he ain't got to worry about none of that nope. shit. I'm waiting for the day that they get Walker to do a Super Bowl performance. Oh, dog. <laughs> for the culture, dog. For the culture. Even, I was just about to say so we can get another payday, but I heard that, I heard that Super Bowl artists don't get paid, but. Yeah, they don't, I mean, they don't get an extravagant amount of money, but like, you know, they used to do the whole thing back in the day where they'd have like five, six different artists. Well, yeah, one, yeah. one year it was what, Aerosmith, Britney Spears, yeah. NSYNC, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Nelly, out of nowhere, Mary J. Blige. I was like, how are y'all on one stage at the same yeah. fucking time? But I think, I think it was because of that, because, um, from what I understood, at some point, they didn't pay you like a ridiculous amount, but it was more like an exposure thing. Yeah. Cause you gotta think. Fucking Billy from Arkansas, who's never listened to True. any of this shit, Shakira and JLo. But you also gotta think about it. It may not be a big payday, but like you said, an exposure thing. Remember, what was her name? Katy Perry did it a few years ago. Oh, she yeah. brought out Missy. It was like in the next three days after that jump, all of the songs that Missy had done on the fucking show we're like charting again oh, yeah, and yeah. she's making yeah, more money yeah, off of them yeah, yeah. so I say like let's do like a one hit wonders tour give give Ray J two songs give Flocka two songs give, you know give a couple other niggas just a couple of songs that were yeah. out here for one minute shit can get Lil Zane say my name yeah. say my name say my name <laughs> hey, Lil Zane like you know, give, give him a 
minute to come out and do a little thing, get him a little check, a little yeah, bit of exposure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Get your little money up for a couple weeks, yeah. For sure, because you know it, that is true. I feel like anytime you listen to something live, you'll probably definitely go home and just like listen. To, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about this. Right? So definitely, man. It's 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 yeah, interesting to say the least, man. <laughs> All right, so. Go ahead, uh, what was yeah. this? Let me know what happened with, uh, NBA Youngboy the other day. Alright, yeah, so, um, you know, he was on Instagram Live like every fucking body is nowadays, apparently. <laughs> and, you know, was just, I guess, talking to one of his men, and he was just pretty much just saying out loud. Now, I don't know if you want to disclose all your financial information mm. to the world, because, mm-hmm. you know, Should've... you kind of lose a little bit of leverage, and yeah. you also, you know, shit like that. But, um, the point is, he, uh, was talking to his man, and he was pretty much saying that, He's met, you know, I think his man asked him if he's ready to start doing shows again. Cause I guess he just recently got off house arrest or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and he asked him if he's ready to start doing shows. And that's when he said, fuck no. He said he's made millions of dollars while on house arrest. So what does that mean? Without performing, without doing any kind of shows, strictly off of his music. Now, we were talking about this shit before the show. Yep. What does that mean as far as sales? Do they matter again? This nigga just made millions of dollars being on house arrest. I remember for the longest time, these past, I guess past decade maybe, everybody always says, yo, the money isn't touring. Touring is where it's at. Like, it's not on sales. Sales ain't going to get you paid. Yeah. Dog, Young Boy is proven otherwise. But now, was it sales or was it streams? Well, I mean, I guess it all counts the same. Is well, what I guess I'm trying so. To say. Yeah, true, true, true. So, but here, here's the thing, right? So, I don't know if you if you keep up with this at all, but like uh, academics post up the top three YouTube artists or whatever, mm-hmm. and Young Boy is number one, not just in rap, but just in all of YouTube. He's the number one artist, really, in all of YouTube. Yes, Jesus Christ. And the crazy thing is. You don't hear Young Boy on the radio, Mm-mm. not over here at least. Mm-mm. But hey, wild as fuck. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's just fucking crazy that like, and, and again, all these uh, because all all his like things that he releases, albums. I don't think they have physical copies. I think they're just oh, yeah. straight to streaming devices at this point. It's just I don't know, though. It's, it's crazy, like you know, for again, for like the last decade, everybody pushes yo tour as much as you can. This nigga just made millions of dollars at home. So, you know, it's just real interesting to mm. think about. That's insane. Well, yeah, I mean, man. good for him. I mean, I figure, like, no matter how much money you make off of streams and stuff like that, I figure tour dates would still pull in more. Because, I mean, you yeah. actually go to the location, you get money from any merch that you sell, yeah. you get money from the ticket sales, you get money from the place actually having you there. I figure there's a good amount of money to be made in performing concerts. Maybe not like concerts like the way Britney Spears and NSYNC used to stay yeah. on tour for like five years at a time. Yeah, yeah But like, you yeah. know, you'd be on tour for one album, release another album within a year and a half, and you just stay on tour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah. I'm sure he's not trying to do that. And But I mean, I would assume that no matter how much, how, how long he been on House Arrest? Uh, I mean, I, w- I would just assume a couple months just because I, I know mean, he was performing last year. Yeah, you can make millions in a couple months off of streaming, I would imagine. But imagine, like, if you have been touring for the last two months instead of being on house arrest. And even if you only did one show a week, so that's four shows in a month, I'm sure you're going to pull close to, like, 50 grand. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably a good, a good number for him. I can see that. Yeah. So, I mean, but has, would you make 50 grand in streaming in two months? 
Again, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know how, uh, what's the time frame? I would love to know that. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Like, I, I mean, maybe I'm just coming from the old school camp, but I still feel like he would make more money if he was going on tour. And again, I understand him not wanting to, like, you know. And and again, I'm sure this is just like, because I feel like with guys like Young Boy, it's kind of like a a power thing for him, you know. Yeah, you know, he kind of just wants to chew. I'm not gonna do that shit. It's kind of like a a thing about it. Like, I'm pretty sure if he really sat down and did the numbers, he's like, you know, it's probably beneficial for me to start doing shows. Facts. So, um, especially him living the lifestyle that rappers live. Especially when he can actually leave the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Especially when you can leave the house and actually spend your money. So, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, at some, at some point we're all going to get, uh, NBA young boy shows. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just real interesting. I feel like to, to just think about like, you know, about how, uh, I guess streams and shit like that are just, through the roof at this point with an artist that is not a main I don't know if I, I don't know if I would call Youngboy a mainstream artist I wouldn't because he's not I, I mean as as well as he's known across the world like he's just not well known in the public lexicon yeah and he's like he, put it this way if you put Youngboy on the Super Bowl at the Super Bowl most people it's gonna be like who? 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 <laughs> who? the hood gonna know yeah but most people is gonna be like who? exactly so, now, uh, Meg Thee Stallion apparently yeah. album uh, or her label will not let her drop music because she wanted to renegotiate the album because apparently the uh, the renegotiate the contract terms because apparently it was yeah. about to come it was about to come up. Right. So as soon as she said that she said renegotiation, they just kind of like stalled everything. Won't let her release any music. Not really talking to her. Yeah. I don't think they're trying to let her like buy herself out of her claws or anything like that. So it's a fucked up situation. But again, it's one of these situations where she admitted that <clears throat> she was young when she got signed. Mm-hmm. She didn't read the contract, which again is something that younger people tend to not do. They yeah. just see the bag and the, yep. the contract and say okay i'm signed now blah, blah 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 but you never see it and people get into these fucked up deals i don't know what the terms of her deal are because she didn't right. disclose them yeah. but i can go back and look at rihanna rihanna's deal from her first that's label insane. signing that's insane, she man. was signed to a nine album deal that's and that's insane, that's bro. why rihanna was just pumping out album year after year after year and when she finally got to that ninth album she says Skirt. i'm about to chill <laughs> basically i'm about to chill yeah is tripping yep no and and um you know, we were talking about earlier about like you could go to the Frank Ocean uh, situation a couple mm-hmm. years back, where uh, for those of you who were you know Frank Ocean fans, he released man, what the fuck is it called? Blonde and um, what's the other one? I know I know Blonde, but uh, um, 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 shit, Endless. He released, there you go. He released Endless on a Friday, and that counted as his last album with Def Jam, and again, Petty King Frank uh-huh. or Petty Prince maybe <laughs> decided to release. Another album on his own, and apparently he made I don't know how many millions off of streaming off of just the album. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people and again he was a lot. I'm sure a lot of not only that company itself, but a lot of other um, uh, re- record labels. Yeah. Also, probably you know saw that and we're like, yo, we're, we're never gonna sign. Mm-hmm. But well, now you look at a lot of people, they, they're really not trying to sign those records. Yeah, no. They're just trying to be independent. Uh-huh. A lot and, more of them are striving for that. And in all honesty, I feel like this is like the era of artists kind of taking their shit back. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you look at the whole title thing. Yeah. With uh, that being a major push uh, of Jay-Z is artists getting more ownership of the music. I don't know. It's just, again, you know. Honestly, if you want to look back at it, the first one to really do it and be really successful, like dumb successful at it, was Mac Miller. 
Because uh, Mac Miller never signed a big deal contract. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, you're right. And everything that he did, he did on his own, under his yeah. own imprint. Yeah, yeah, And he was the first one to let you know that the shit can actually work. So that's why yeah. more people started going off of it. Nah, and sure. then when Tidal came, Tidal was more of the way, okay... Because I felt like a bunch of people on Tidal, when they went to Tidal at first, they were in bad contracts with record labels, and Tidal helped them get out of those contracts, yeah, and then they went to Tidal because Tidal gave them better opportunities as an artist to have more control over their shit. Which is probably why, like, <clears throat> rock, because I guess, you know, Rock Nation is ultimately the umbrella of, of everything, mm-hmm. with uh, Jay-Z being the head of everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it kind of, it kind of, I guess it kind of made sense because not only are you getting paid more money for streams on our service, but we also have a record label on Rock Nation here. Uh, you know, so yeah. exactly because I mean, Rock Nation got all type of people signed to it. Dog, uh, athletes, <laughs> actors, I want to say, mm-hmm. all, musicians of all different types. Yeah, yeah. Because shit, Madonna is signed to Rock Nation. Oh, is she? Oh shit. Or she's she's not signed to Rock Nation. She signed under Title. Under oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I ain't know Title was like a also a, a label. Well, she or her shit comes out under Title. Oh uh, okay okay. Usually it comes out under Title. <clears throat> I think kind of like Beyonce before it comes out anywhere else. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. I, see what you're saying. I think she had one of those deals too. Right right. But I know she's under Title because she was listed as a Title artist. Okay. So you never know. I mean, yeah. So I mean, look, I'm gonna just say this, man. I feel like this just goes to show because pretty much Megan's whole problem is that. The label won't allow her to release the album. Uh-uh. They're being petty. Uh-huh. They're, they're making it about the money now. They won't renegotiate. Because, yeah, they won't renegotiate her, her contract. So this is just a sign, dog, that in fucking jobs, in business, do what's best for you because these niggas will do what's best for them. Basically. Believe that. Facts. Fuck all that friendly shit as soon as you walk into the fucking uh, building of the, of the office or whatever. The moment that they get a chance to withhold you from... Making more money on your end if that's gonna cost them money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better believe it's gonna happen. Oh, facts. Definitely, artists take stand, take your stance, man, and, and stand ten toes down, man. All right, and the last little bit I wanted to bring up today is you know it's an old school group, and I fuck hard with the old school. Y'all know me. Old school group, Public Enemy, which was very much known for their more conscious rap, like you know, revolutionary rap, yeah. you know. Always looking for, you know, the revolution will be televised or whatever, whatever, that type of shit. Uh, well, they had a, a very famous hype man by the name of Flavor Flav, who y'all might remember from Flavor of Love and from the shit that he had with Brigitte Nielsen when they were that ridiculous couple. But apparently, Public Enemy, the, the front man, who I cannot remember his name off the top of Chuck D, I think it is, he put his support behind Bernie Sanders. And apparently they had some music being used by his campaign uh, for presidency here in the United States. Uh, and Flavor Flav apparently is not down with Bernie Sanders or his movement and wanted to put a stop to it or something like that. Right, right. So basically, since Chuck D is the one that created the logo and he's the one that is in charge of everything public enemy, he was basically just like, was nice having you, Flav, but you're fired. <laughs> So, Favor Flav is no longer a part of Public Enemy due to his political stance. When you really just could have kept your damn mouth shut and kept getting them checks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was just about to flip it and be like, "Yo, but why would they fire him if you know if he just has a different political stance?" But I guess he just couldn't keep his mouth shut. I guess. I, yeah, I mean, when you're trying to put a stop to the group's music being well, yeah. used by that campaign, yeah, 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 but yeah. you're not the one in charge of that, like, I can understand how that would cause problems. Especially when, let's keep, you know, keep it a buck, mm-hmm. when you're not really the one doing anything other than hyping up everybody. And Chuck D wrote his, he wrote most of his raps. Most of his most known lyrics were written for him, so, like, it's not like he contributed anything other than, yeah, 
Exactly. Exactly. Now, not not to diminish the you know legendness legendness of 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 yeah. of, 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 of uh, Flav. Flavor Flav, yep. but um, yeah, man, I feel like at this point you can't really you're not in too much of a position to renegotiate anything nah. if you don't really have much that you're bringing to the table. I mean, basically, you know, and that's just keeping it a buck, you know. So basically. I feel like. You know, because I was thinking, I was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up at this point. They might as well keep it together for the for the bag or whatever. But the truth is, them niggas probably still getting that bag. Uh, public oh, game. I know they are. Because so. they're, they're one of them groups, I think, that's back out on tour right now. Or yeah. maybe has always just low-key been on tour. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh-huh. So. Yeah. That's a fact. All right, word, word. Well, I mean, that's pretty much all the show we got for y'all today. Did you have a uh, Petty of the Week, sir? I did. I did. Right, well, I let's did, go I ahead did. and bring up that segment, uh, so. our Petty of the Week. So, Petty of the Week, I'm going to go with my man, a little baby. I don't know if you guys have heard this. I don't know if you heard this week about um, pretty much uh, he came out in an interview and said that uh, he's, I guess he's never been in love. I guess they asked him about love and girls and shit. And then he said, oh, he's never been in love, yada, yada, yada. And again, this is while having a girl that gave him a girlfriend. I think it might be his baby mama, I think. I think. But a girlfriend that gave him $25,000 for his birthday. Oh, shit. Um, and then you have, like, a bunch of other people saying uh, that, I guess, before he got popping, he was kind of, like, after her, and she wasn't rocking with him at first, and yada, yada, yada. So, um, shout out to the baby for, you know, keeping it real for us niggas out here, uh, us ain't shit niggas out here, and still not claiming his girl, even though she did all this shit. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Mad Christ. petty. Fucked up. But, hey. Petty nonetheless. Hey, so there you go. Shout out to my man, baby, man. All right. Well, my Petty this week comes from, of course, King Petty himself, 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Now, if most of y'all might have known, or if you haven't known, now you know, <clears throat> Oprah Winfrey was speaking somewhere this past weekend, and uh, she started walking across the stage, and she hit the two-step shuffle and went down f- yeah. almost face first, <laughs> and then got then sat back up and was like, oh, I'm wearing the wrong shoes, <laughs> and everybody got a nice little chuckle. 50 Cent, however, got a huge chuckle, and basically, once he caught wind of the footage, took took to his Instagram and captioned the video of her falling. What the fuck happened here? Michael Jackson ghost trip her? <laughs> now, after that, motherfuckers put a clips of a ghostly yes. Michael Jackson tripping yes. Oprah right before she fell. Another one was people put a ghostly Kobe Bryant in front of her, crossing her up so it looked like she <laughs> fell because of that. Both are fucking hilarious. No, <laughs> I seen the Michael Jackson. I, I still gotta see the uh, the Kobe joint, but yeah, you gotta look, man. You gotta love that shit. Though. Oh yeah, you gotta love. But it. for the fact that um, Fifty went on her, and it was like, what was it? Um, in regards to the um, Kobe Fifty Cent, or, I mean the, the Kobe Bryant passing and everything, and the, all the mixed feelings on that. Yeah, completely petty. Like oh, yeah, I, it, it de- definitely didn't need to be said because we already we just seen Oprah fall on her ass. And have it spread all over the world. Obviously, she was she was already embarrassed. She could have said something without putting the clip. <laughs> hey, hold on, has Oprah said anything about the fall? Not that I know of, other than what she said when I, she fell. No, I'm talking about like after the. Whatever. I haven't heard anything yet about it because I literally only saw the fall this morning. So I still think that Fifty was petty for even bringing it up because it was something that just didn't need to be said. Because we already like, damn. Oprah just took the biggest L, like in front of a large ass crowd while being filmed for the world to see. So, (laughs) I still think that that was petty as shit. So, 50, you retain your crown. My man. (laughs) 
All right, my friend, and do you have an album suggestion for today? Yes, I do. So, you know, sometimes I'll randomly just, uh, like, I'll go through, like, an artist's discography and I'll click through this shit, and I'll remember an album that I completely forgot about. Like, I'll just, yeah. just trigger my mind. The album for me is uh, Phantom Ghost Menace by Styles P. Okay. Came back out, came out back in two, 2007. Mm-hmm. Really, actually, underrated Styles album, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's an album, but it, it is on... Uh, on Apple Music, mm-hmm. so it might actually be a, a mixtape, to be honest. But uh, nonetheless, really, uh, a lot of style songs that I remember listening to back in the day uh, are on here. Uh, the only thing is that if y'all listen to the album, for whatever reason, the song titles are fucked up. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why it's always been like that. Even when I downloaded this shit back in the day, like oh wow, like I, I don't know. I don't know if Styles just uploaded it and never fixed it. Possibly, but, um, <laughs> possibility. But uh, definitely check it out. Uh, Phantom Ghost Menace, Styles P. If you're a fan of Styles, like, like, definitely, definitely check this out. All right, but now my joint is not actually going to be a hip hop album. My joint is going to be an R and B album. Okay. I'm going to go with Mary J. Blige, Share My World, because I remember when I first heard this album, it had a few of my favorite rappers to list like on it as featured artists, and that's what really drew me to come back to the album. And then I listened to the album even more and really fell in love with Mary J. at that mm-hmm. point. But like they really jumped me off into getting into this album and going back and listening to her discography and becoming a, a huge fan. So the album, Share My World. Of course, it has tracks I Can Love You uh, with Lil' Kim. Uh, it has Love Is All We Need featuring Nas. It's on, which is still a really good song, even though it features R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I have a feeling a lot of people within the next 10 to 15 years are going to say exactly yeah. what you said about a whole bunch of songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my last one of my favorite jumps on there is Can't Get You Off My Mind, which features the locks. Okay. So, like, it's a really good album. Like, just if you're into R&B at all, especially yeah. 90s R&B, or if you just fuck with Mary J. Hart, right. this is a great album because it does a really good job of combining hip-hop and R&B to make a really fluid, really just really good sound. Honestly, whenever I think about uh, R&B rap, like, mixed a good a good mix, I always think of uh, Mary when it comes to that. Yeah. I think she's one of the best to do that. Exactly. So... So that's why sure. I give her that crown, always Queen Mary. But you know, yeah, yeah. check the album out, Share My World by Mary J. Blige. Check it out. All right, y'all. Well, we have reached the end of the program today. Yes, we sir. really appreciate y'all for listening. Thank y'all for coming back again. And thank you for sharing our fourth anniversary episode yes, sir. with us. Uh, we'll be back with some album reviews for Red Man's Reggie from 2010 and Queen Latifah's Black Rain from, I think, 1993. Mm. Uh, and we'll be coming back with a couple more album reviews and some other regular episodes. And yes, sir. If we can schedule it, maybe we'll have a couple special episodes oh, like yeah. we used to do. So, we'll figure it out. Uh, thank y'all sure. for listening. You know you can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Speaker, Stitcher iHeartMedia and um, Spotify, Spotify yeah. uh, you can check us out for your uh, on Instagram and what is that shit called Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast and again tired of having to tell y'all spell it out spell that shit out all spelled out man. completely spelled out just spell the whole thing HQ Podcast all spelled out and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com just search out hip hop has podcast and I don't know you might be able to still flex might be able to just search us out on Google and hey you know maybe man, hey just give, give it a shot and let us know what y'all see man. exactly exactly so on behalf of both of us from everybody around the world we love y'all take it easy peace, peace.